high home builders or big building companies have a number of floor plan designs that they believe suit the vast majority of the blocks and more importantly, the lifestyles of their buyers. However, sometimes as a buyer, you just want to add your own personality into the home so it doesn't have the same or possibly the same function as everyone around you. Today, we are going to talk to a gorgeous couple about how they were able to customise their display home to suit their individual needs and personality. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langder. Have you got a holiday rental property that isn't getting the inquiry you need? Is it sitting vacant in school holidays when the holiday letting properties in your town are booming? Real Copyright also writes Airbnb or holiday rental copy to bring the best guests to your door. We have had an amazing success rate with our Airbnb copy, writing copy that attracts the right guests with ease. If you would like us to write your Airbnb property, call Lisa on 5977-889 to find out more. Bo and T are a newlywed couple who are now experts in display home building. I met them when I wrote up their home in Clyde and I noticed a huge difference in their home compared with other homes I'd seen in Clyde. There were some very unique elements which really made it feel like home. So to tell us how they did it, welcome Bo and T. How are you today? Good, good. good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Thank you for coming into the studios. No worries. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Anyway, now you actually have a little bit of background when it comes to display homes and volume builders. Give us a little bit of background. Yeah, so um, both uh, T and I have worked in the industry uh, about six years apiece. Yeah. Um, I'm more in the sales and T's been in the uh, admin side and procurements and house and land and yeah, yeah so all a bit sorts. of a little bit of everything yeah yeah so yeah no just between us we've got quite a bit of experience um love the industry yes it's amazing to work for um very interesting too mm. you know you never get you know two days which are the same yeah so <laughs> but it's an all real estate all, yeah you know building industries yeah absolutely yeah so that's good so now if you've been around it a little bit, you would know that, you know, some display home builders advertise homes and land packages for, you know, maybe it's a little bit under ambitious, not ambitious maybe, um, for say around the $450,000 mark. Like the, the deal with that is it doesn't come with everything. So what would you get on a very, very basic level price display home build? I think it just depends on the builder. So yeah. it's really important that you always ask for their um, standard specs. Yes. Because um, what you see in the display is not what you're going to get. So yeah. you have to make sure that you go through their spec because some um, builders will include flooring as a standard and some don't. So Yeah, yeah and it is vastly, vastly different from builder to builder. Yes. So it's all part of the cell. Okay. Because, like, I know when my sister, for instance, she built a house – be 15 years ago I don't think she got a driveway and her house didn't have a driveway for maybe about 10 years it's only uh, recently she's yep. actually put a driveway in <laughs> um, and like we're only talking 
uh, probably 40 square metres of driveway she needed to yeah. put in. It wasn't a massive amount. No. But it was like... It adds up. The... Yeah, unfortunately I've heard this one before. And then the garage. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's very common. Um, You know, and that's the thing. Some builders will include a driveway. Yeah. Some won't. Many won't actually. Yeah. Especially in the volume building space. Um, Yeah, it's it's just. I guess the main aim is to make the the price look really attractive. Yeah. Initially. Um, and then, you know, once you actually go in, you've got to find, oh, if I want to get a driveway, it's going to cost X amount on top. Yeah. Or if I want flooring, it's going to cost X amount. So as C said earlier, the major thing would be make sure you get their standard inclusions list or standard yeah. spec list. That'll tell you everything that comes standard on that base price. Mm. And I've also, you know, talking to a few people recently, they there's this language which is like, oh, i got category six stuff or I got category one yeah. stuff or, you know, like explain what that is all uh, about. Well, that again yeah. is vastly different from builder to builder. So yeah. if anything is category one, that yeah. means it comes with your standard spec. Yeah. So that comes on the base price. Yeah. Um, anything above that, expect to pay a premium for that upgrade. Yeah. But, you know, it, it all depends on sort of what you want to do with your home. If you're building it for an investment or building it for yourself, yeah. you know, if you want to make it unique to sell later, yeah. sometimes it is definitely worth going those higher categories. Yeah. It's usually the standard spec isn't all that great. Yeah. Um, great for investment though, if yeah. you just want a rental or something like that. Yeah. Um, but then again, builder to builder, it's vastly different. If you go to say a higher end builder yeah. where you tend to pay a bit more on the base price, uh, a lot of their, you know, quote unquote category one yeah. would be another builder's category three or four. Yeah. So it does get confusing. Yeah, I can <laughs> imagine. And, it, you know, and some people may even consider those category one to sixes are maybe color schemes or, or you know, yeah, tiles, tiles, floor, you know, yeah, tiles versus floor, you know, it timber is. floors. It, it's or, usually or to do with colors, but it's yeah. also the material used. So yeah. let's say, um, a category one stone bench top would be that composite style stone. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll get a, a small range of colours in Category 1, whereas mm. Category 2 would probably be the same material, just some better colours. But yeah. once you start hitting that Category 4, Category 5, they might be using a different type of actual material, say granite mm. or something like yeah. that. So, Or even like the 40mm deep bench yeah. tops or the waterfall edges. Correct. Or, yeah. Or even going into porcelain, which is an oh, that do, do they go into porcelain? Uh, I think they not so much on bench tops, but yeah. yeah, we've seen even travertine used for a splashback. Oh, really? And it looks really nice. Yeah, yeah we considered it as well when we were building. Yeah, um, just because it was like nice big square pieces. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Okay, so now as we sort of spoke about, you've been in the industry for you know collective sort of twelve years, so. You obviously knew what to do what to, when designing a home. Um, it's as big as a piece of string, isn't it? A display home is basically the display and you can add, 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 and yeah. it could be two million bucks at the end of it all, couldn't it? Correct. <laughs> yeah. So uh, another good thing as well when you go in, ask yeah. the as-displayed price. Okay. So once you've got the tech specs or the standard specs, yeah. Um, if you go in and say, okay, how is it as displayed? And they'll have to provide you with a, a price and they can get you a full itemized yeah. list as well um, of the display, exactly how it is and what that would cost. Yeah. And that could be a difference of 100 to 200 grand, couldn't it? 
Oh, it could be five, six, seven hundred grand. Oh, really? Yeah, that we've is- seen, um, you know, a, a, even a display I worked at, uh, it had about 600,000 in upgrades. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because they really do lure you in, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they look amazing. And, oh, and it does come down to how big the house is because if you're looking at a single, like on display, the yeah. upgrades isn't going to be as much as a, a 50 square double or yeah. something like that. So. Yeah. And, and the real smart builders, they'll usually build two side by side. Yeah. And they'll build more, uh, build one more to the standard spec to give yeah. you an idea of what a standard one, and then they go one where they go all out on. Okay. You know, to showcase what they're, they're capable of. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the tricks of the trade, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You yep. need to know what's going on behind them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you look at display homes, like, obviously, you've got to look at what's going to be good for what you need on a function level, but also what's going to be good for resale. So a lot of 100%. people look at it for the short term, what they need, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it might be just worth getting that extra 50 grand from the bank to, to up-spec it to... Yeah. get you more in the end because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of same-same out there. Yeah, a, a lot. <laughs> um, and you've got to create that point of difference. So what should you be looking for in terms of trends and functions to help you when it comes to reselling? I, I personally one. think <laughs> yeah. one of the main things is always upgrade your ceiling heights. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's a big thing. It makes a huge difference on how big your home would look. Yeah. Um, and you feel it when you walk in, you can feel how grand it is like even yeah. if you're just going from two to four hundred ceiling to two five fifty yeah it, that little bit makes a huge difference in yeah. the home yeah. and people tell see it they you know um they're more likely to go for it yeah as well so yeah two four hundred is not no it's not it's not ideal it's not great no i mean we've had uh you know properties i've sold um and you know how quick a uh, property with a high ceiling sells compared to one with a low ceiling. Yeah. And you wouldn't think it would be that big of a difference, you know. Mm. Literally the houses could be the same, styled the same. Yeah. One's got a different ceiling height and one will sell much quicker and for more money. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I've noticed too is a lot of people love plantation shutters and plantation shutters are really, really thick. Yeah. Okay. The thicker the blade on your plantation shutters and the lower ceilings you have, the more enclosed and, you know, just small the rooms are. So if you want to put plantation shutters or that kind of design element into a house, get the higher ceilings, which makes the rooms feel good. Pretty well. I mean, everyone loves plantation shutters till they actually have them. Yes, (laughs) I know. They're they're a lot to clean. And uh, after some time, you're going to get some earth movement. They never quite shut the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. So especially when you've got a new house, it takes yeah. some time to settle, usually about a year. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, sometimes the plantation shutters, you'll need to get them readjusted or yeah. they never quite just have that flush yeah. sort of close on them anymore. And, yeah, so, you know, they look great, but yeah. I, I probably wouldn't get them. Again, you've had them. <laughs> oh, no, I've even had them in display homes where I've oh. had to keep them clean. <laughs> oh, know? yeah. There's a lot of dusting involved, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Literally every blade. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> and it does make it harder for you to clean yeah. um, the fly screen as well. So if you have fly yeah. screen in the si- in, on the inside, you actually can't get to it, can't especially if you have awning windows. Yeah. So it's yeah. something to always think about as well. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You know, trend and um, practicality are two oh, yeah. things. Absolutely. It's a bit like the old stilettos, you know. They hurt your feet, but they look good. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, I haven't done them for a long time. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, look, coming back to that, um, other trends, I've always been a firm believer if there's three main parts of the house uh, yeah. as well, besides the ceiling height, that you really need to focus on. Yeah. Um, that being your kitchen. Yes. Uh, your ensuite mm-hmm. and your laundry. If you absolutely put, you know, some extra money and absolutely nail it, yeah, you're going to resell. Yeah. You're going to have a very high resell. I must admit, the laundry is one of those little things that has just popped out of the blue where, like, we've got mud rooms, we've got drying cabinets, you know, if it's a double-story home, we've got laundry chute. Yeah. Um, I even saw a a heated drying pulley system rail. Not pulley. It wasn't even a pulley. It was like a concertina rail that dropped down from the ceiling. And then it had this heat element and a fan element to basically do this thing. It was just... I haven't actually seen that. Yeah. Like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you've got room in your laundry, yeah, you just have it come down, hang all your clothes, and um, it it basically makes your laundry a drying room. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, that's really good, actually. Next year's. Well, I would like to... Um, <laughs> we actually put a heating duct in our... Um, in the laundry. laundry. Cupboards. Yeah. 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 So just the heating duct. So in, in winter, because like, you don't hang clothes outside no. in winter, sometimes we don't put it in the dryer because like blankets and stuff. Yeah. We just put the rack up in the laundry and the heater's on and yeah. it, it actually dries it out too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So mm. a lot of people don't put heating um, ducts in their laundry or the... And that doesn't like, cost any extra. No. It's just, you no. know, a bit of... I mean, if you... Thought. They might charge you for an additional duct at, at yeah. most and you a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, um, but the functionality of it too, not just the, the look or anything yeah. like that, it, it's really good. Yeah. You put a heater in the uh, the laundry, it dries your clothes so quick. Quickly, yeah. yeah. We did it for the ensuite as well. Yep. So when we turn it on before we have a shower in winter and yeah. when we come out, it's nice and warm. So yeah. The towels are all dry. Yeah, definitely. Towels are dry. We love yep. that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So the duct is just above where the, the towel hooks are. Yeah. And so, yeah. 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 And, yeah, it's all those tiny little things that you really you know, really make it a home. Do you have any other key things to look out for when it comes to designing with a bit of functionality? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a, a big one would be choose your right builder. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking to customise, go to a custom builder. Yeah. You know, I know that sounds so basic, yeah. but um, they do it the best. Uh, yeah. You know, you are going to pay more. Mm. Just... You know, it is. It, it's not. It may not be all that much more, but you do have to pay a little bit of a premium because you're custom designing it. Yeah. But the results will just be magnificent. I mean, you get what you pay for it, and end you'll of the get day. it back. Yeah, hundred percent, tenfold. I yeah. mean, it, our build probably cost us, you know, only about say fifty to sixty grand more than it would at a, a, a volume builder. Yeah, yeah. customize it exactly because we built it from design and built it from scratch. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in, in essence, we've just been in a, uh, what, just on two years now? Yeah, almost two years. And we've just sold it and turned over, over what, 300 profit just yeah. off of that? Yeah, yeah it was about nice. 350 almost. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's you know, without our uh, deposits and everything, that's clean cut profit. Yeah, beautiful. So it. Like when you go the the extra step at yeah. the start, it will net you extra. Because yeah. it does make your home a standout compared with all the other homes in those yeah. you know, suburbs and stuff like that. Hundred percent, and, and you're yeah. in a sea of volume builds. Yeah, 
you need something to be a bit different. Yeah. Even, you know, the facade as well. That's yeah. a, another really good point. You put some effort in, pay some extra on yeah. the facade, yeah. and it really stands out. Yeah. So another one to watch out for as well with, um, you know, a lot of the volume builders will say, oh, you know, come in and create your own custom experience. Yeah. It will be a predetermined design option. Yeah. So you can chop and change a couple of things. Yeah. But they don't usually let you go, hey, I want to take a room here, put it over there or, yeah. you know, um, especially not wet areas. They won't let you adjust those yeah, either. Yeah, because that's where the plumbing goes yeah. and that's where they've all been told to put the plumbing. Absolutely. So, you know, I mean, volume builds are great and they do serve a really good purpose. You yeah. know, it gets people in the market for a very good rate. Yeah. Um, and also for an investment, say if I was to build a property I plan to rent out, I mm. probably wouldn't go all out on it. Yeah. Um, probably because if the tenants wrecked it, I'd cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's why pe- a lot of people don't like renting out their homes even if they're yeah. going away for 12 months or something. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, and that's why, you know, but if you plan to actually buy, live and make money selling it later, yeah. um, custom builds are the way to go. Yeah. Now that we know how you can make your home as individual as you, after the break, we are going to talk to Bo and T about what they did to individualize their home. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and I'm your host, Sue Langada, and we are talking to the lovely couple, Bo and T, about how they individualise their display home to make it a home that works for them. So, Bo and T, with your experience in display homes, did you choose a builder that you worked for or someone else? We actually went with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And why did you do that? Well, because well, we worked in the industry, so we were lucky enough to have the advantage of seeing hundreds of floor plans on yeah. a daily basis. So um, looking at so many of them, we kind of knew what we wanted as well. So yeah. um, we wanted to go, but with those floor plans, we couldn't change them to have it the way we would have liked. Yeah. So going with a, choosing someone, a different builder, like a custom builder, we were able to just tell them what we wanted and design our floor plan from scratch to get what we wanted. Yeah. Um, and So yeah. that trumped... The idea of getting a staff discount. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. There's staff discounts, but I mean, what would it, that would have saved us something like 10 grand or something okay. now. But, you know, it, it, you know, 10 grand now or make an extra 150 later. Yeah, you well, know. it sounds like you made an extra 300 later. Well, yeah, pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> but building the dream home, sometimes yeah. you, it's not about the staff discount or where yeah, you work, exactly. it's, it's getting that what and, you want. Yeah, we we both work for different builders as yeah. well. Um, so there was that old, uh, do we go with your builder or yeah. my builder? And there was parts of both of those builders in the designs and many others as well. We wanted to really amalgamate, but both of our companies wouldn't let us. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they are volume builders. The prices are set yeah. that way because yeah. they're not used to change. Yeah, um, oh, I'm sure it would confuse them, wouldn't it? Pretty well, and that's yeah. the problem is. You know, even if we could convince them, which I'm sure if we harped on about it, they yeah. probably would. Um, but the problem is the builders themselves are not used to building yeah. a, a custom design. So yeah. they're used to slapping together the same, yeah. you know, 20-floor plans. It's it's a bit like me. If somebody asked me to write a technical specification sheet about microphones, for instance, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have a clue. No. Right? I mean, I you, you could estate. probably do it. 
if you, you know, if try I'd to really, crack really, it. But it would take a lot more time and effort because be. you'd have to research what needs to be done, what's been done before, That's all that sort of stuff, and the buildings would be the same. Compared so, to if they approached a specialist who yeah. would just go, all right, I'll have it by the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it will be fantastic. Yeah. So that's the other reason, you know, we ended up going for another builder. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we they, they build custom homes for a living. They yeah. usually only do high-end. <coughs> a lot of stood on the straight away. So oh, yeah. yeah. And the process was great. Couldn't have been any easier, really. I mean, yeah. yes, there's a lot of headaches in building a house anyways, yeah. but these guys really, really tried to um, make it as easy as possible. Yeah. But, yeah, and they let us literally design it from scratch yeah, and to the point where they actually put it as a, one of their standard option floor plans now. Oh, wow. And they called it the bow. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, even though T designed it. <laughs> <laughs> now, so what did you actually do to customise your home? Like what extra bits did you oh, throw in there? Literally from the ground up. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah. some um, major points would be, uh, we, you know, we did the mud room as well. We did a yeah. mud room. That's really hot at the moment. Yeah. Um, we, we put did in the theater. Yeah, the, the theater. theater. Now yeah. the theater has the uh, the James Bond door. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's actually got uh, a tiled wall. Yeah. With a hidden door behind it. Wow. So they use I some sort that. of yeah. <laughs> um, they use some sort of uh, shop sort of door closers. Yeah. Um, just it, it's built into the actual. Um, bracket that holds the door into the wall and it's got an automatic close on it so that's cool and no door handles so and if you don't know where to press you don't see the door there yeah cool um you put that little window setting too which is sweet what's that the window seat oh Oh, the day pod the day bed yeah the day bed so yeah built-in day bed surrounded by water wall you know windows yeah um you know and we create a little zen garden yeah outside but you also put the the convenience of having a charging port and all that yes. next to it. I so, think yeah. it's important because these days, you know, you you always have like a your phone or your laptop or you're doing something yeah. and when you're sitting on your day bed and you're relaxing or doing some work, you, you still need somewhere to charge yeah. yourself. So it's so, important to have something like that there. Yeah. Yeah. And light orientation too is is uh, pretty important with that. Yeah. So we made sure that was on the um, the eastern side, so the sun rises, it yeah. all comes through there. Yeah, good little hangover spot. Oh, I'm sure it is. Crawl up in, in the sunshine, please yeah. leave me alone, yep. please. Yep. Did you have any issues where you, if you changed your mind during the build, were you the perfect client? No, we had a few. Um, they were quite accommodating with some, and others we couldn't. Okay. Um, yeah, the, it basically goes, once you sign contract, mm. that's pretty much it. Yeah. They did let us get away with a few things. Wow. And it's only because they, oh, we actually wanted to add more tiling um, to one of the bathrooms for okay. floor to ceiling, yeah. uh, which they hadn't quite allowed for because there's a window there and stuff. So they had to redesign a couple of things. Okay. Um, they let us get away with that. Yeah. But there was a point where we said, hey, we want to make the walk-in robe a bit bigger, and they sort of put their foot down because that's a major structural change. Yeah. Um, Usually after you sign a contract, if it's like little things like yeah, adding PowerPoints or things like that, they're, they're pretty yeah. accommodating. But yeah. if you're going to make structural changes, it's hard for any builders because, you yeah. know, they've already gone through the work. They've um, yeah. already go so Sometimes they're already on the site and people want these changes and they're going to understand the frame's already up. It's yeah. very hard to make these yeah. you know, make uh, changes. I always think of that. I think it was Sleepless in Seattle or something like that when Tom Hanks goes into this kitchen of 
uh, a client. He was an architect, I think, and um, the builders there and the owners go, oh, the fridge that we've ordered is not big enough for my platters. We need to get a, you know, the big sub-zero fridge and all that stuff. And the builders are going, oh, yeah. um, you know what? Yeah, well, that's going to set us back because we've already got the kitchen cabinets made and we're going to do this. And, and uh, it's going to take four, six, 12, you know, and then somebody goes, oh, 15 weeks and or something mm. like that just to make that change because the patterns don't fit the fridge. That's it. And look, that's why a lot of the, the um, builders on the lower end scale, I mean, not in terms of quality, is in terms of like your money, say under a million dollars build. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they'll be putting their foot down and saying, no, nah, it's just not worth it. Yeah. We won't see the profit. Um, and But yeah, if you're paying, you know, five, six million dollars for a build, I'm sure they'll be happy to accommodate. Oh, they would accommodate. <laughs> yeah. You it's know, more the fact They'll just that, tack it on to the yeah. build. Basically, but I must admit, like, if you have a concern with fridges, they are actually making a lot bigger fridge spaces these days, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, so you can. That's the beauty of the custom builder. We uh, sourced our fridge and then got them to build according to that that space, so yeah, ended up you know working perfectly. Yeah, yeah, all good. Now, do you have any great tips about what you did to make your home unique? Well, I think. We went kind of with it because we spoke about the... Oh, look, yeah, I guess, like I said before, the three, you know, just with my focus as well with the uh, three, um, those three points, the kitchen, ensuite and bathroom, we just made sure they were fantastic. So, so, yeah. Laundry. Yeah. He's the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Laundry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the... uh, Kitchen, you know, we made sure we did a nice big extended bench yeah. as well. And, um, yeah, we built a wine rack mm-hmm. into the front. Yeah. Um, stone all the way around. We even did the stone in the backing where the bar stools go to yeah. make it all look like one big piece. Yeah. Nice. So not that much extra, just yeah. a little bit extra for a bit of stone. But it, the, the result, it looks immaculate. Yeah. Um, putting in your splashback windows as well. Yeah. If you've got your kitchen, that's why we always like my kitchen on an external wall. Yeah. So you can have those splashback windows. Yeah. So it's um, twofold, isn't it? It lets light in and it's, it's yeah. one less thing you have to worry about in terms of cleaning and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and, you know, you... It's it's uh, also very important, I think, to, for a butler's pantry. Everyone seems to be after one yeah. these days. It's not just for the looks and everything, the functionality. Yeah, you have yes. guests over, you got dishes and everything. Yeah. You get to just stash it away in there. No yeah. one gets to see it cleaned up later. Yeah, it's yeah. There's also there's this thing now about the show kitchen and the uh, the actual functional kitchen. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, but a butler's <laughs> pantry has a sink in it, whereas a correct. Working, doesn't. So yeah, it'll yeah. usually a walk-in will just have shelving yeah. and storage, whereas the butlers you've got like a nice bench in there, a cabinetry sink, yeah, well. cabinetry yeah. as well. Yeah, so. and sometimes there's a spare dishwasher or yeah, even yeah. I've seen some with you know cooktops and f- extra fridges. Yeah, like yeah, and it is good fridge. if you get a second cooktop. I mean, I'm not big on it, but I know yeah. um, a lot of my previous clients have built one in case they're cooking something with a strong smell. Yeah. Um, that way they can shut the, the door yeah. and it doesn't, you know, go it's throughout actually, the house. It's actually quite good for resale for a variety of different cultures as well. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yep. Um, like I said, there yeah. is a show kitchen and there's a kitchen they cook with. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's good. The ensuite, double bowl sinks, always yeah. like his and hers. Um, yeah, can't recommend that enough. Yeah. Floor-to-ceiling tiles all the way around. Yeah. Um, and don't go the cheap ones. It does look cheap. Yeah. Go porcelain. Yeah. 
um, and try to do something funky. Like it won't cost you any extra yeah. if you lay it brick bond rather than straight. So yeah. let's say, you know, instead of like a straight all squares lining up, yeah. lay it like you'd lay bricks. Yeah. And it just it gives it that funky appearance well, and it doesn't subway cost top. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's subway top. Basically yeah. like that. Yeah. And you can, um, yeah, different sizes, shapes and everything. Yeah. But it, it's really good for cleaning too. Yeah. You know, if all the walls are tiled, it's just a matter of wiping. No yeah. mold growth, no nothing. Yeah. So. And I think glass splashbacks are now starting to disappear off the market. They are because they... They're very it's hard to keep clean. clean. You know, people yeah. like the look when you see them. You're like, well, that looks nice, but it's, yeah. it's hard oh. to clean. You can never, you can never get the streaks off it. No, you have to clean it every time. You I can tell you a horror story. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I had a glass splash back in the last house that I owned, and I actually went away for a week and had you know lady look after my kids, and she must have put a a big pot. Like, we only had really that much space between the edge of the cooktop and the wall. Like, there wasn't much space. So she yeah. must have put a big pot up against, like, in that back corner hop, um, hob. And somehow it must have been so hot, it's actually scorched beyond oh, no. the glass. Oh, in yeah. the glass. And the issue yeah. with the glass splashback, it's all one piece. You have oh, yeah. to replace the whole thing. It's not yeah. like you're just replacing one tile. Yeah. Well, when so. I sold it, I put a kettle in front of it. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, it was like, no, what have you done? But no. sometimes you don't know because if you've never had yeah. it, you won't be able to experience it from yeah. personal experience. No, oh, next time I won't have that or that's something to look out for. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you could just replace one little tile rather than yep. a big chunk of oh, glass. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, look. A couple of other things would be in, in terms of um, the laundry as well. Make sure you've got a bench in there. Yeah. And stone bench. Yeah. Um, some people like to get a bench. They get laminate. Mm. doesn't hold up. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of water in the laundry as, yeah. as well. Um, you may need to iron something or whatever. And yeah. yeah, laminate's not great for either of those things. Because, yeah. So. yeah, we do get a bit lazy. You can't be bothered putting up the... Ironing board and yeah. it's just, well, it's it's just for one part of one shirt yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, stone bench top yeah. throughout. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, couldn't recommend that enough either. Stone bench tops throughout your whole house. Yeah. Don't do laminate. It just yeah. looks tacky. Yeah. So. Yeah, all good. Now that you've sold your home, did you, you know, did you compare it with other properties in the area? Yeah. What was your sale price versus other things that was similar? <laughs> well, without... Mentioning exactly who or what. <laughs> um, yeah, there was another property sold um, where they had been li- living in it, um, similar property. They'd been living in it about four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, after talking to them, their, um, their sort of profit line was about 200 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, where, Over four or five years. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, but they built a like a standard volume build with one of the biggest builders, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, a lot longer ago. But they had you know two floor ceilings. Yeah. It, was, it was quite a standard fit out. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the accommodation was similar. Yeah. 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 So and there's been quite a few others in the area that are you know similar timing because it tends to be. A lot of people move in in groups in those yeah. sorts of areas as the, the land titles and things yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, we've got others in similar streets um, selling for, you know, bigger houses selling for less money. 
yeah. as well. So we ended up on average, I reckon, you know, for, if you grab the exact same size block, exact same size house, mm-hmm. we're probably selling for about 150 to 200 more. Yeah, after um, customising. So, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. worth putting up extra effort Yeah, in. it was because I think when our house went on the market and what we were asking for and what other houses um, on the same block size yeah. and similar house sizes were going for was a lot less than ours. Yeah. yeah. And, so. like, Bo was fine with it, but I was a bit in the paddock. Yeah, I was like, are we, yeah, about are we yeah. asking for too much? Or yeah. Is it going to sell? But, um, yeah, no. we had a few people come view and we got an offer really quickly on yeah. and I was just blown away because I didn't, I personally didn't think it was going to sell for that much, but it, yeah, it did. It I did. think that people said they loved it. They said it was unique and it, it yeah. really did make yeah. a huge difference for us. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it, funny thing was we ended up setting a trend in the area. Yeah. So because of the price we ended up advertising yeah. and selling at, everyone else started trying to hike their prices up. Yeah, of course they And did. yet they're still sitting there, but they haven't sold. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my, I don't know if it's the house or their agent, but <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. never know. It's all you know, part of the process. Yeah, working it all absolutely. out. But, but yeah. yeah, definitely had a few walkthroughs, and I think oh, even the yeah. one down the end of the street, that one block was much bigger, house was much bigger, but they did a standard build and they ended up selling for much less than ours. Mm. Like I think their house was you know forty eight squares or something, it's whereas. What's that? It was quite big. Yeah, yeah, yep. And um, their block was like 500 plus. Mm. So we were working with 40 squares on a 400 block. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we ended up selling for more. And it's I think it was just, yeah, due to how unique it was. Mm. Um, but, yeah, even at the start, we knew we only had a 400 block. We yeah. needed to maximise what we could do with it. Because yeah. otherwise we're, we're building a 22 or 23 square single. So we're yeah. like not that attractive. Yeah. Go the devil. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I like, it makes me cringe with volume builders is the fact that they don't put eaves on houses. Because to me, and I know why they do it, is because mm. people want to maximize the floor plan and then they go right to the roof yep. line, right? And that's why they do it. But they want more space inside. However, in terms of the energy efficiency of the home, they're basically cutting the nose despite their face. Yeah, and they've got to provide extra additional things like uh, upgraded insulation yeah. or, you know, some even have to provide solar panels or things like that yeah. uh, in the guidelines to meet that six-star because you do have to meet a minimum six-star energy yeah. rating. Yeah. And so it's not standard with a lot of builders. So better to go up in the ceiling height, keep the rooms the same size, keep the eaves on the, you know, working for you. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It all just depends on what size block you've got. Yeah. You know, if you had like a, you know, for example, our block was um, 12.5 metres wide. We yeah. didn't have much room, so we couldn't shrink down. So yeah. we do have eaves, but it's only because we built a double storey and yeah. we tape it in the top level. Yeah. Um, if you're looking around the single storey, you might yeah. have to sacrifice the the side and rear eaves, yeah. you'd definitely get them to the front but though. But these days they allow you to encroach with your eaves anyway so they can be over and hang over and stuff. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, within reason. Yeah, not but hanging it, over into the next door neighbor's But it's, yeah. it definitely makes a huge difference. You can yeah. tell it makes the house look on the outside a bit more grander. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it also, well, it just, but it also um, controls the light more. It does. Yeah. And, uh, and I just think that, that's that's my big thing with just my homes. You know, why do they build so many oh. 
without eaves because yeah. it's we're in Australia. We have no they are sons volume. Of killer. Yeah, it is, <laughs> and you don't want it to come into your house in the heart of summer. And no, you know, but you do want to. Yeah. Control it. To or come they just the do window. eaves to the front of the home, but then not yeah. to the side. side. Yeah, that's it. And that's where when you build and pick side. your block, yeah, yeah, sun orientation is huge. Yeah, um, northern aspect for your front is always a really good because then you get you can say have your um, all your living areas and, and whatnot yeah. on the eastern side. Yeah, and then maybe do the kitchen or something with a blank wall, you know, or just a little splashback window on the western side. Yeah. So the sun just creeps in towards the end of the day, yeah, but doesn't, yeah. you know, come in and kill your your living room and yeah. heat the whole house up. It's funny because like, apparently Asians love north fronts, but most of the time we talk about north backs because that's mm. where you're doing all your entertaining. Yeah. I think it's a it's a feng shui thing or something. Yeah, and look, I, I've had um, you know a lot of cultures as well like to yeah. their homes to be built towards the east. Yeah. As well. Um, yeah. You know, and that, so it gets a rising sun. It might not yeah. be great for orientation and everything like that, but yeah. that's just the way they like to do it. And yeah. Happy to accommodate. Yeah. I mean, someone's got to take eastern blocks, someone's yeah, going to take western blocks. So, yeah. 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 I, look, I know when we were kids, we used to do, we we actually, my dad was built, so we had, we moved three different streets. First one was west of the front, east of the back. The second one was east of the front, west of the back. Mm. The one was east of the back, west of the front. And so we always designed it so that we'd capture the northern sun. So it was like the garage was on the south side. Yep. Um, the north side had the living yeah. spaces and, you know, and we basically almost made them L-shapes so that we would have that north facing but to yeah. the east, on the east side. Yeah. And I think even with some uh, developers in the estates, they I think they make it mandatory that your um, living areas be on the northern side northeast well. yeah. yeah northern or eastern yeah. side so but, i mean it, that, that a lot of be... developers don't but there is a couple of developers yeah. i've seen that in their design guidelines yeah and that would be um to maximize that's that star rating correct yeah. yeah yeah it all helps with the energy efficiency yep sounds yeah. good well thank you so much Bo and t for sharing your story with us it's been a pleasure having you on Thanks thank for you so us. much thank you so much Next week, we have Cynthia Peretz from Metrolinks Property to talk to us about how she helps women feel empowered when buying property. Cynthia explains how women can feel overwhelmed with the process and offers tips to help you become successful when purchasing property. So don't miss it. Real Estate Right is produced by Real Copyright, one of Melbourne's leading real estate copywriting companies and is written, hosted, and produced by me, Sue Langada, with the support of my production and social media assistant, Lisa Fisher. All information given on this podcast is a guide only and delivered to help you understand the intricacies that can happen in real estate. We recommend that you get professional advice that is designed for your own personal circumstances. I'd like to thank Podbean for hosting this podcast, Premium Beat for their music, Francis Morello for his voiceover, and Zoom for the recording. If you have a real estate story that is inspiring or a great how-to tip, please contact Lisa on 5977-889 to find out how you can be a guest on Real Estate Right in 2022. If you would like to know more about our copywriting services, 
Email Lisa at orders at realtopyright.com.au. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Right. It's where buyers, sellers, renters and investors get their real estate right. Right.